to a Dose of Magic podcast, the podcast where we're talking about all things Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brett. And we are back for another episode of Disney Discussion. Brett, what's going on? How's your week going? Week is going good. Um, work is chilling. Health-wise, we are good. Um, saw you yesterday. We were at a Phillies game. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, all in all, doing really well. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was great to see you again at the Phillies game yesterday, and we also golfed together on Monday, so we have been getting a lot of each other, which has been great the last few weeks here. Yeah, that was nice, but I'm doing well. Otherwise, I'm looking forward to this episode. As always, you know, it's our favorite time of the week to kind of get together, chat about Walt Disney World, and see what's kind of going on in the parks and, and what we think about it. So I'm looking forward to it. Are you ready to jump in? I'm definitely ready to jump in. Thank you, everyone, for letting us do a day later. Um, we were actually at the Phillies game last night, uh, which is why we didn't have the chance to record, which is yep. our normal recording night. Um, so thank you for being flexible and allowing us to re- drop this episode the next day. Yep, and unfortunately, they did not win. So it they wasn't got, even... It was a really high-scoring game, though. <laughs> it was kind of a bummer. It was kind of a bummer. But we had a good time <laughs> to get in together and... and hanging with family and stuff so it was a lot of fun nonetheless but yes thank you for the flexibility and now we're going to give you a nice episode yeah i think we're just going to do a little dose of everything here um our first topic here and we'll see where the conversation takes us from here but disney's i guess experience is heavily technology based Mm -hmm. um and it relies a lot on the app and you booking Genie Plus now and checking yep. wait times and dining experiences and all that happens right through the My Disney Experience app. Um, but the other day, it actually had a huge wide uh, across all the parks like a failure. Yeah, um, now app like crashed. Sure. Yeah, um, and we weren't obviously we're not there to experience that. But Ryan, how do you think that affects like a majority of these people's Disney trip right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the app is out i really wonder how they handle that because as you said a lot of what disney's experience is is heavily heavily rooted in the technology so with without that i don't know if they have a plan b i right i haven't experienced it myself but i wonder you know how they are going to handle having thousands of people who are now either can't get into the park or can't check in for their fast pass when they have it I guess you could technically just start giving out free fast passes and stuff, but that could get chaotic depending on how many people come up to the guest service line and all and right. and how that goes. So if you were there as a listener and kind of experienced that, please reach out to us and please message us and just kind of give us your experience there because we're curious to hear what it, what, what it would be like. Um, thinking back to Disney World as a whole prior to the – you know, the app and my Disney experience and all, you could just walk up to a kiosk, get your fast pass time and know when to come back, right? It wasn't reliant on the the technology aspect of it. So I wonder if if it was a long-term outage, they could probably go back to a method like that. But short-term, I don't know. I don't know how they would handle that. Do you think it's a bad thing that they're rooted so deeply in the technology at this point? I mean, I'll be honest, like I never really thought about an app crashing. 
Like I kind of forgot that that that, that could happen. I know we are um, experience. I mean, at this point, with everything having an app, your refrigerator having an app, right? Yeah, it's like, like you just kind of have become so engrossed in the whole interface of technology like that everywhere. Right. So like the fact that like this could even happen never dawned on me, and I'm sure like I'm sure they have some kind of contingency plan in place, but I doubt they also. I mean, I'm sure they did, but, like, I can't imagine that they plan, like, for this. You know, it's not, like, yep. something that's going to happen routinely enough to plan for it. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't really know. Like, I'm also not sure even if they had a long-term outage, they'd go back to, like, a paper method. Yeah. I feel like... It's a good question. It seems like... Like, I was feel like they would like preload like three fast passes onto your magic band and once you scan it three times like yeah it no longer turns green like it just goes red and you've used your three fast passes yep and the more i'm reading now into this story it looks like it was only down for about two hours in the morning one morning wow so not as long as i thought based on the headlines it kind of made it sound like it was this crazy blackout crash type of thing but nonetheless it does bet like bring up a good theory and a good question about you know being so reliant upon the technology and, and what they would do so yeah i don't know i think i kind of agree with you i think the, the solution instead of fueling so many people's complaints i guess service is probably just sending out a blanket fast pass for everyone and then just opening up uh the standby lines or i guess just for like as a as a guest if you go there and the, the experience is down right the app and all i guess you're kind of just forced to stand in the standby line so the standby lines would just yeah. naturally be a little bit longer that's probably how it would go you know do you think it would work like when you book like a disney vacation right like instead of actually booking your fast pass and they preload three fast passes onto your magic band that you could use at any point like throughout that day at the park like mm -hmm. do you think that would work or do you think it would just cause so, like, do you know what I'm trying to, you know, like, no, can you elaborate more? So, like, say you bought a day pass into Magic Kingdom, okay. right? Instead of you ever going onto an app, right? An app does not exist in this situation. On your Magic Band, there are three fast passes that you mm. can tap at any fast pass location. And once you tap it, it takes it away. And now you have two. Oh, you can go to any other location at any other point and skip that line, tapping that fast pass. Gotcha. So, so like, hypothetically, hypothetically, three yeah. like universal use at any point fast passes preloaded onto your Magic Band. Do you think that would work? I don't. That's a great question. I don't know. I feel. I feel like on paper it would work, and I'm sure that they've probably looked into that because that would be awesome just to kind of have even if you you know even if i know that they want money so even if you have to pay for it and you get like your three blanket fast passes you know being able to just go and you as the guest gets to choose the time that works best for you and your right. party of like hey we just ate lunch but we're right by space mountain we have two fast passes left out of our three do you want to use it's it right a 90 minute wait yeah, like, you can kind of gauge based on the standby time whether you want to use it or not, and it's like a use it or lose it for the day type of thing. Right. I kind of like that versus the stress of having to 
wake up super early in the morning, you know, select your fast pass and then being at the mercy of a wait of, of like a scheduled comeback at this time time. Yeah. I wonder what I wonder what the patterns would be of like when the most popular times are, when people would choose to go on and, and when they wouldn't because I feel like it's almost like a it's almost like economics, right? It's like supply and demand. It's like if you're going up to a ride, a fast pass lane and you see that it has even the fast pass lane like you see the lane has a 60 minute wait then you're like okay maybe i won't use it right now i'll go to a standby somewhere else and then come back at another time and then on the flip side you might be walking by and be like oh the fast pass for rock and roller coaster right now is only 25 minutes or or even faster 10 minutes right because it's supposed to be a fast pass then like (laughs) yeah I'll, i'll use it now I feel like it would almost even itself out because people would be able to to judge and make that, that judgment based on the wait time of the current popularity of it. Yeah. But I love the idea that you just proposed of not having a set time to come back at a, for these rides right. and being able to kind of go with what works in your day and your, your plan and your party and, and be a little spontaneous almost. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I actually almost think like – hearing it i feel like you reverse the situation like i feel like more people be like oh like we'll just quickly do fast pass for space mountain but when the amount of people have that same idea i think standby would get shorter right that's what i mean it almost evens itself out right like you're like not going to do the fast pass wait when the standby almost equivalent and then you save it that would be interesting to see like a test run of that. I agree. Like, I would want to see the metrics of that. And like, yeah, I'd be curious after like a a certain amount of time, you know, watching the trends of when people would go to a certain ride more right. most frequently. Like, when and do people like hoard them until like the last like two hours of their night, and then they like quickly get on three rides in an hour, or yeah, do they like quickly like bang out your first like three rides, or whatever ones you want, like super quick, and then you do standby for the rest of the day. Like, would you allow multiple rides of that same ride with your with your fast pass rule? Yeah, I don't care. You have three. Like you can use those three wherever you want in that park. Mm-hmm. So if you want to go Space Mountain, Space Mountain, Space Mountain with your three fast passes, go for it. Yep. But you're waiting an hour and twenty for Big Thunder because you wasted them. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. So, exactly. Then you're you're back at mine train for another 95 minutes right and you just blew it three times on space <laughs> that's an so. interesting concept i'm sure that they've looked into that but i i would love to see it implemented at least on a trial basis and just see what the outcome is yeah i think it'd be cool yeah there's something about having the freedom to that makes it worth it and, yeah. and just being spontaneous about it you know yeah. I mean, it's kind of, it's not like their old system, but their old system, you just got a fast pass and you had no idea what time you were getting. Yeah. Like the paper system you used to like put in your paper card and get out a paper fast pass. So. Yep. Exactly. Interesting. Well, that kind of makes me think of other like what if scenarios for rides and all. And, and what if at a certain part throughout the day, they, certain rides had like a one hour of free 
fast pass almost where like they opened up the fast pass lane for anyone and you could just walk on and it's almost like two standbys i guess at that point but it would just be shorter do you know what, do you know what i'm trying to say yeah i know what you're saying but it, it would never happen but i'm just throwing no, that at you just for discussion i think it would hype it would work if they opened like if from 1 to 2 p.m like all fast pass lanes across the park were free to enter Mm. That would be chaos yeah. in a that would be in chaos. a crazy way. Everyone would rush to the attractions at one. Right. Yeah, that that would be like for Narnia. That would be like <laughs> yeah. a huge that would be a mass like, migration. But it would be a migration that's spread out because everyone's going to go to a different attraction. Yeah, at least you know at I mean? a place like Hollywood that has many attractions, it's like okay, right. Where are you going to try to get to? Because you, although on paper, it's like, yeah, any ride you can ride quickly or at least opens up a second line for it for anyone. But the the lines are going to get long naturally because everybody has access to them. So you'll probably only get on one ride within the hour. So you have to choose wisely which ride you want to be your free freebie. Yeah. I don't know, actually. Or do you take that hour and do like four like minor rides and to be like say you've done them? Yeah. Like, do you take it that hour and do like teacups, Winnie the Pooh, like Speedway, yeah, and like something else, and then like you've done four attractions, but not major ones. I don't know. I think that's another thing that like hypothetically, it would just change depending on one the park, like you said. And two, just, like, time of day. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Very interesting. It kind of reminds me of, like, an adult swim (laughs) at, like, a local pool type of mentality where it's, like, for one hour, you get, like, there's, like, a special perk that happens to park-wide. Right. You know? Now, what would you, again, another hypothetical, I think this is going to be a dose of hypotheticals kind of episode. Um. What if at like twelve o'clock, right? Like the uh, like a roller coaster shut down, and at one o'clock it comes back on, but it's like reversed. Hmm. Like the actual ride is like backwards somehow. And yeah, like backwards, they, or like they flip the cart so it's now like Space Mountain, but if you're facing the opposite direction, it would like, be fun nonetheless. It would be awesome. It'd I be, think that would be like. What ride would you want to do backwards? Random, and you'd be like, wow. Like, I guess you'd just to try to find which park or which ride that was happening to that day. Um, yeah. That would be insane if they could do that, but that would be nuts. I I don't know. I, I would definitely ride it for sure. Yeah. If you had to choose a ride to do backwards, what ride are you choosing? That's a good question. I think backwards, mine train. That would really? Be, I think so. Just because it's smooth enough and it's like enough of a thrill where it would be enjoyable. Yeah. I'm not sure. What about you? My first instinct was something with speed. So like my first instinct was like rock and roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like on that for you get launched and then directly into a loop. I feel like if I get launched backwards directly into a loop, I'm blacking out. <laughs> like my body's not yeah. supposed to do that. It's getting like, lightheaded immediately. For sure. So, 
I don't know. I would... Because I remember at Six Flags, Great Adventure in New Jersey, mm-hmm. um, for like six months, they flipped Batman the Ride, which was like the one where you hang your feet, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, they flipped it so it went backwards. And that was like the wildest ride. Wildest backwards. ride of the wilderness. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was backwards. Like, they flipped the entire, like, cart system. So, like, wow. it was going backwards for, it was for, like, six months. It was, like, a trial thing. And it was wild. That is. I feel like that would be challenging to do from an engineering standpoint because roller coasters have to be, like, heavily tested in the physics of everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? At yeah. least one way. So, I, I don't know if it would be as easy as it seems just to, like, flip it and it just still work and feel the same and safety and all, but... Maybe yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is. I just said Six Flags. I was thinking about it. like Disney does not have a roller coaster that's different than a normal. Just like get into a cart and sit down. That's a good point. You know, like all their roller coasters are the same kind of ride system. Yeah, like sit in a little cart type sit of in ride. A cart. Like there are roller coasters out there where like your feet dangle, or like you get laid down, or you're standing up, or yeah, like, and we can't speak for other Disney parks. Who oh, may. for sure, for sure. But you're right. Yeah, Walt Disney World. I can't think of any of the roller coasters that they have that are a different form other than sitting regularly. Right. That would be cool. Definitely like a that. flying type of vibe. Iron yeah. Man. That's why I mean, I'm, I'm guess, kind of thinking I... that Shanghai or, or some maybe Hong Kong has uh, – a flying Iron Man one, I think. Really? That would be just cool. I mean, backlash, I think, recently. Oh, I mean, I guess Tron will be our first one that's a non-typical yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? Looking forward to that big time. Yeah, see you in 2026. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to getting on that in 2028. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, dude. That That actually – how have they not thought to change that up by now? Right, I mean, and they keep releasing like new roller coasters. Like they just did Guardians, yeah. Same, and I mean, they just did Slinky. Yeah, Guardians at least like rotates and does some cool stuff. That's a good point. Yeah, but it's still sitting in the cart system. Like, yeah, that's a good point. Not to not to make this a Six Flags podcast, but no, they no, do no. talk about or they do have all the variations of how you can ride they have standing they have laying they have sitting they have uh four across they have yeah different exactly different like rows and patterns and yeah uh they might even have like a virtual reality one i don't even remember i don't know they have the joker one where the ride the carts like spin and flip yeah, don't bring that to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm just explaining. No, 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 there are so many options, and they're not new. It's not new technology. It's been around no. for a while, so it's shocking, yeah, that, that Disney's almost played it safe and kept it just like sitting standard carts and hasn't pushed the boundary. I guess, yeah, you're right. Guardians is the first time where they're really like making something different. Yeah, And then Tron. So maybe we're not giving them enough credit. Between Guardians and Tron, there, there's definitely some variety there. Right. But we shall see. I'm looking forward to see. it. My favorite roller coaster type, I think, is the kind that your feet hang. Yeah, me too. I it's just so it. freeing. I mean, it is. It's wonderful. 
it's so so freeing and think speaking of tron that reminded me one of our listeners wrote in and messaged us and was saying that you know they're excited for tron obviously but it would be really cool if like in the pre-show it almost combined like a test track feel and it kind of gave a uh customization area where you can create your own light cycle and give yourself like a little bit of a custom feel to it and then you link up to your cart your your cycle and then everything that you customize like electronically like links up to it and then at the end you can kind of see how you did i think that would be really interesting and really fascinating so that was a cool little like tidbit uh or just an idea that they gave when they they wrote in so you know, thank you for that. That's that was really neat. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really cool idea. That was JS Handmade Creations who wrote wrote in for that, and they are a previous partner of ours who was who's done a giveaway. So thank yes. you for that. Um, it's actually really funny because our most me and uh, Autumn's most recent trip to Disney, I realized that like that whole test track customization area, and this isn't to come against like the submission of like a question because i think it's a great idea and i think it's a very Mm -hmm. interactive thing but all that is 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 an extended queue oh yeah it's just to distract you i mean it has just to kill another seven minutes (laughs) like because it it doesn't do anything for the ride right it has zero effect on the on the ride or your outcome but i would almost rather have that i would rather have for sure a silly little game area like they used to have in space mountain or something to distract you for a few minutes even like the pre-ride of flight of passage where you're getting like sprayed with air and decontaminated and watching a a little video right it's does nothing but it's definitely better than just standing around playing heads up on your phone for two hours (laughs) you know yeah i mean i guess it's all a pre-show is it's just another cue yeah, the it biggest, really does mix it up. The biggest tease of like any pre-show is Tower of Terrors. <laughs> Why do you say that? I just think that's such like a it's like the most like mood setting pre-show. Yeah, in my opinion, like it just like sets it up like holy crap! Like we're about to do this. Yep, yep. And the queue it puts you back into in the boiler room in the basement is way too long <laughs> yeah it's such another it's like another good like 10 minutes that is a long queue just because that, of how long the pre-shows are you're right yeah like that one's just is so long like when you're done like rock and roller coaster like you can immediately like see the ride and like mm-hmm. you're on it within like five minutes same thing with like haunted mansion when that pre-show is done like it they literally put you in there so like sardines yep haunted mansion has no no queue after it's just like figure it out get on a doom buggy kind of thing yeah but their stretching but, room is like the first like whoa thing and then right you funnel right into a continuous funnel line. right in um, i like the continuous aspect of haunted mansion where it just like it's a belt it just keeps going you know walk catch up to it everyone get on get on get on it feels very productive Versus yeah, like for sure. watching a cart come in every time for <laughs> uh rock and roller coaster or something. It it does move quickly, but it there's something tedious about the starting and stopping of loading and unloading and Correct. stuff like that. Whereas like Haunted Mansion is nice because it just keeps going. Yeah, but no, the, the uh Tower of Terror 
queue that it puts you back into is like disrespectful to the person. <laughs> and the fact that it forks to two lines again, like it's a yeah. long boiler room queue. It's super long, super long. But again, so much detail, like yeah. for a boiler room. I know it, they I really know. We'll do always knock that out of the park. They do. It's wild. Do you, this is just a question, and I'm sure this answer is on Google, but. What ride do you think gets the most people in per hour? Wow, that's a great question. That's not a question that we've ever answered here on this on this episode. What ride has the most like throughput of guests per yeah. hour? Yeah. And it has to be like a ride, like an attraction, right? Not like, like a, yeah, yeah, like an attraction. Um, that's an awesome question because I would say like hypothetically something like the laugh floor doesn't count because that's like you're filling up it's a, a stadium auditorium seating type of thing yeah. with so many people each show and the shows are 15 minutes so stuff like yeah. that doesn't count but an actual ride um i guess you figure tower of terror what has two elevator shafts or three yeah three three and then and I, I would probably guess that there's probably like two elevators running on each shaft. Yeah, you know what I and Julian actually just said over my shoulder. I think Flight of Passage and Soarin', like those styles, oh. actually hold quite a few people per right. show or per ride cycle, right? So I would say actually those do quite quite a number in terms of how many people they can actually get through within an hour. Yeah, my first instinct was something like Safari. Oh, that's a yeah. Safari is a good one with all the trucks. Like how many trucks so there many are trucks out there? That's a great and one. Estimate that there's probably like thirty people per truck, and there's probably ten to twelve trucks running. Like, yep, yep, I love 200 it. people there, but but then I'm thinking like the word continuous, like that you use for Haunted Mansion, makes me wonder how much that puts through. But then I'm also thinking that's two people per dune buggy. Like that yeah. alone's not a ton. But then you have a ride like the people mover, which is also a continuous ride, but like can fit probably like twenty people in a cart for that people mover that's continuous. So I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm actually I genuinely am very curious to know this answer. That's something that we've just never even spoke about or, or have heard anywhere. So look out for that this week on our social media because I might put that <laughs> up as a trivia question if I can look it up and find something of an answer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, That'll really... be pretty cool. And like then you get like Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, like they can send a bunch of boats that have a larger yeah. ride capacity. I don't, I don't know. I really stumped. Splash Mountain, continuous continuous can fit probably like 10 people six people like yeah i don't know wowzers that's a great the, question well, i think we should probably end this episode on a brain buster then and leave everybody yeah leave everybody wondering what the answer is to find out the answer you will have to follow us on instagram at a dose magic podcast where we might post the answer if we can find it uh but if we can't find it you should definitely still follow us on instagram uh, because Ryan posts about this episode every day of the week, um, and he does a great job with it. So, again, let's take a second and give Ryan a little round of applause. Clap, 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 clap. 
we appreciate <laughs> the work you do uh, for that. Um, but yeah, aside from that, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your flexibility this week. And we'll catch you next episode. Thanks, everyone.